Welcome to the Fit Fellows Podcast. With over 40 years of combined personal training experience, they are ready to share their knowledge with you to help you grow your business, keep your client communication sharp, and be confident and fulfilled in your career as a personal trainer. Pay attention, because the Fit Fellows be spitting knowledge. Here are your hosts for the show, Russell, Michael, and Michael. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Fit Fellows. Thanks for joining us today. Today. Welcome. 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 <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. You know, I, I always enjoy being around you guys. I always feel good. I always smile. And you know, my wife always comments uh, after I come back from this or, or fellowship. She mm-hmm. says, you look refreshed. Mm-hmm. You ever get that? Mm-hmm. You don't. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't mean it like that, but... <laughs> But someone, someone, you know, may, may notice that, but I, I definitely have that aside from this interaction. It's different, you know, it's different from the client's interaction. And just for the listener, you know, we don't, we didn't just come together right. to, yeah. to do this because, you know, we actually do hang out and have a great friendship. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, today's topic is this question uh, I have gotten, I would say over a hundred times, Yeah. right. <laughs> uh, or concern rather. And the, the, the question or concern is, is mostly from female prospective clients and they would all often say, say, you know, I, I don't want to get real big and bulky. I don't want to be big and muscular. Right? Right. But before we get onto that, we got Jim stories. Dun, 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 <laughs> dun, dun. Wait. Oh, that's the wrong theme song. <laughs> <laughs> no. But do you have a story? No, you got the story. I do. Yeah. Jim stories. Okay. Somebody got the story. Well, do you have one? I, I, I sort of do, you know, going on the, the theme of last, <laughs> last, uh, <laughs> Last episode about the dogs. So there was a trainer. There, there is a trainer who would bring these little dogs. Okay. And this little dog was so vicious. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. And, oh, yeah. and they were trying to convince me that the dogs were nice. Dude. I was like, that dog was scary. Okay. So, so this trainer would bring two, two dogs, sorry, yeah. two or three look like little dogs and tie them up. And every time I walk right, they're like, Arr. violent dogs, chihuahuas, man, it's chihuahuas, chihuahua, Pomeranian looking things. They always go crazy. I'm sorry for you dog. People. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really am. Yeah. I guess that's not really a gym story, but I was like, man, stop trying to convince me that that dog is nice or that it's sweet. Cause it's just, that dog was vicious. hundred percent vicious. <laughs> Rest in peace. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, back to our topic. If you are a new trainer, a young trainer, or thinking about becoming a trainer, you are definitely going to encounter this as an objection. I would say pretty, pretty regularly. And the objection is, or concern rather, mostly comes from females. And it is, I don't want to get big and bulky. I don't want to have, you know, I don't want to get really big and muscle muscular. What do you say to that? Or have you guys encountered that? So man, that has come up so much, so often, so often. And I would say my response has evolved. Yes. Mm -hmm. So my initial response to that uh, in a big box facility was to show my expertise, you know, oh, you know, you're not going to get big. You're going to do this. I break the science down to them. This, blah, blah, blah. And they're just looking at me like starry eyed. So obviously they care not about what I'm saying. Science. All they care about is not becoming big and bulky. So of course I tried that for a long time and I started realizing I wasn't 
keeping clients. And I started realizing that I'm, I'm losing them because I'm not really looking to their needs and what they want. And so I started to change my approach a little bit uh, to really focus on, well, if you don't want to be big and bulky, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. and what your goals really are. Yes. And let's focus on that. Yeah. Yeah. And in that process and focusing on what your goals are, then obviously we know that a woman's not going to get big and bulky if she's impossible, <laughs> right? She's working out <laughs> with this, but it, it doesn't mean that we need to beat them over the head with it. Again, you want to always try to, to keep your clients out there, listeners. You want to keep them. You want them to feel heard and they want to know that you're listening. So in the, the big picture of all of this, just make sure that you're not telling them lies or, you know, oh, you're not wanting to do don't give them the whole science behind it. Just listen to them and then go focus on the goals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you start breaking down like, OK, you're an ectomorph, you're a mesomorph, you're an endomorph, you're not going to get all big and bulky, blah, blah. Like that's it's right. just not going to work. Or if right. you say like, oh, it's impossible for females to get big and bulky because they don't have the the chemical makeup that males right. have. Like it's just not like they, they're not going to hear that. They're going to go like blackface, starry eyed and like. <laughs> check out. And I think Mike has a great point. Like you're already at a loss when you're trying to convince them of what they're concerned. Like, I don't want to be this. You're like, Oh, well, you're not going to be this. And the reasons why, like shift this perspective, like, okay, well, what do you want? Oh, this is what you want. Well, this is how we get that. And you totally just 180 the whole thing and just don't, don't even go down that road with them. Don't waste your time and you'll be super successful. And yeah, if you just show them that you're going to listen to them, they say, okay, this is what I want to get. And then you start to dig in on that. You're like, okay, well, this is how we get that. This is how we get that. And you start to implement that and they see the results done. Yeah, Like it's out. Yeah. I have all those questions with so many women, <laughs> especially the young women that are like, you know, all enthusiastic about getting in the gym and working hard, but like, oh, I don't want to be big and blicker. I want to be like this and this and this. And it's like, ah. Don't worry about it. Like for one, it's impossible, but it's then just go down the positive route go down the positive route. Right. Well, before the, this episode, you and I were talking about the difference between objections in a big box gym when there's pressure to close and you're having them behind the desk versus that objection as an independent trainer. So uh, if you're encountering that, you have to discern whether or not they're just trying to get out of the pressure sales situation, right? Which is definitely a thing. And so they're going to start thinking of everything that they can to just get out of having to purchase training, right? right? So that objection may come up in that context and you have to decide, am I just pushing them to make a sale or is this really a true objection? But when you go independent, I, I would say that you know, you're going to get this objection and you, you should know how to counter it. Uh, I would say that mine has evolved also. I used to be like that. <laughs> I used to do what you guys did. And then I, I evolved to say, if you wanted to do that, you would have to lift heavy, <laughs> eat a lot. Gordon. And it would still be very hard. Yep. Right. And take and take special supplements. It's still not going to, I mean, <clears throat> for the female listeners out there, this is not going to happen. <laughs> that's that's what I used to say. But now, right. now this is what I say. I was like, I, I <laughs> you can already see where it's going. Go. Yeah, yeah, right. I was like, no, you're going to get gigantic. You're going to be all vascular in your shoulder. I, I go down across it. Like, that's what you're going to look like. Yes. Let's go do it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously. So once I say that, they start laughing and I'm like, no, it's not easy, even if you want to do that. But yeah, throwing comedy, that's good. Yeah, so that's that's the direction that I, that I take it now. But yeah, for sure, for sure, I've gotten that objection a lot. Uh, have you ever had a, a female say that they did want to get big? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's another common one, especially, I mean, you guys are probably going to see this a lot more now in this day and age that we're in when there's more women that are doing bodybuilding, there's CrossFit. more women, women yes. doing CrossFit uh, competitions, things like that. So mm-hmm. you're going to hear a lot of people wanting to get bulky, but uh, back, I'd say when we were starting at a big box facility, you didn't see that a lot, you know, so I wouldn't have too many people, but the ones that I did 
man, that's like a blessing, you know, just load up the calories. We all have our different ways of training, but I definitely enjoyed those type of people for sure. More than the ones that are aggressive in the gym, which is always fun to train people like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Aggressive because they want to gain size, lift heavy, do all that. Yeah. I guess, you know, there's a big, I wouldn't say big, but there's, there's a distinction between the the fitness trainer and the bodybuilder. Would you say? Would Yo, you agree? Yeah, very much so. Right? Yeah, 100%. so so you can see that when you go into a, any a big box gym, the yep. difference, and then certainly independent, right? You walk in and you're like, okay, I can walk in and you're like, okay, that trainer is uh, more of a bodybuilder type trainer. Yeah. Do you guys think that what you partake in in your own fitness, how that translates into the kind of clients that you attract? Or you just attract a wide variety no matter what? I think uh, I for sure attract a wide variety. Yeah. I've had a little bit of everything. So I don't know if, if I do know being in shape helps <laughs> for sure. And maybe so. Maybe maybe I have been able to get different people because I'm not a, a bodybuilder and people are not maybe not intimidated so much by that. But I also don't. Eh, actually, you're, you're right. I do. Because I don't get bodybuilding clients. I don't get ones who are trying to power lift. Uh, it's typically ones who are, are trying to lose weight or get tighter or get more lean. So hmm, that's one I never even thought about. But yeah, I would say that I do get people that are <laughs> <laughs> looking for the same people results as like I you. have. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, if you're a young trainer and you're not overweight or you've you've come you know, a long way, but you don't look super ripped. Like don't be discouraged because a lot of people want to train with someone who inspires them. Mm-hmm. Right. And you don't have to look ripped to want to have knowledge. Right. Um, and even the people who, who may look ripped in the gym that you're going to, they may not make good trainers. Right. Yep, right. yep. Yeah. So don't be discouraged wherever you are in your fitness journey. You're going to inspire someone. Right. Right. And in fact, in, in my own journey, I've heard clients and say that they were intimidated to work with trainers that, yep. that looked yep. like bodybuilders because they just have no idea of what they're going through. But a definite objection. Uh, what about for men? Do you ever get that? Men uh, saying, I don't want to be big and bold. Yeah, I have actually. Um, I'm thinking about one gentleman in particular. He was a larger guy already and he wanted to, to slim down. So he was okay with losing a little bit of muscle mass. Uh, he didn't want to get bulky because his joints and he was saying that he was having some complications. So he, he didn't want to get bulky either. So obviously we had to adjust his calories and his food, his workouts per se, you know, it was, it was fine, but he definitely was not trying to get bigger. <laughs> Weight loss. Yeah. I would say, I don't think I've necessarily had a lot of clients on the male side that have said like, I want to get big and bulky or that I don't want to get big and bulky. Most of them have just come and said like, I want to get stronger. Or I want to like help myself with uh, some sort of an injury or recovering from, you know, from a surgery or they just want to like achieve a fitness level because they're involved in some kind of an activity. Like they're a big time cyclist or like I had a guy who was doing a real serious, like hockey playing, you know? And so then they just want to be specific towards whatever activities they're engaging in in life. So I don't think I've really ever had to deal with that subject so much with my male clients. I have had a guy that's like swung back and forth from both sides. So now that he said he wanted to get big and bulky, but that he wanted to like tone up and, and build a lot of strength, like like brute strength, right? We did that sort of training for like two years and he got super strong, like really, really strong, bulky, strong. And then for a while he's like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of tired of, of doing this sort of training. I want to trim down it. So then we did a, a whole long period of just doing like a lot of body weight stuff right. and shifted into that sort of training. And so it's been fun to kind of take a journey with the clients on like, well, what do you want to do right now? Then also kind of figure out like, well, why do you want to do that right now? Why? And he just wanted to shift because he felt like his body was getting tired and pushed that away. So shifting into the body weight exercises. So it's, it's been fun. Yeah. I've never approached that sort of specific topic with the males, but they're, they seem to be more like just general fitness yeah. uh, for the most part. But yeah, again, just kind of listening to what the clients want and then 
helping them get there. And then kind of back to your question from my side of it, have had clients approach me because of what the way I look or they want to achieve a certain level. Not really. I think I've trained quite of a wide variety. I mean, I've trained the weight loss people. I've trained the, the rehab, you know, the older clients. I've trained high school kids. And I train kids that were trying to get into military academies. I train the office workers, you know, so I've, I've been blessed in training like the pretty broad spectrum of clients. And I've had a few at the big box gym. I had a few guys because that's where you see a lot. I think in big box gyms where you see a lot of like the people with, with good money that want to like be super in shape and look like it. They want to have the beach body. Yeah. And so I've trained some pretty aggressive dudes, um, <laughs> you know, and, I, and I'm not, I mean, I'm six foot, 160 pounds. I mean, I'm a backpacker and a rock climber. <laughs> I used to play football and I used to be heavy but that was like half of my lifetime ago, yeah. you know, so my body has changed quite a bit, but just having the skill set, you know, I can still train those sorts of people. So yeah, I, I think that the big bodybuilder looking trainers attract those sorts of people yeah. more than I will. Yeah. And I think that they also run into a wall where they necessarily don't get like the general fitness people because they're a little intimidated by them. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think in a way, you know, my personal opinion, I think I have a little bit of an advantage in that I just have like a general category. And so I think it has made my business a little bit more open yeah. to all the varieties. Right. And to go back on that a little bit, where we're talking about the bulky part, I think the biggest one, you guys tell me how you deal with it, but I see when you have clients who've achieved the results mm-hmm. and they're starting to gain that muscle and they now have muscle and, and they're lean, it's lean muscle, but in their minds, especially for a woman, they feel bulky already. Yeah. So what do you guys do at that point in time? Let's say they've trained a year and someone that came in, they were already, you know, let's say five, five, 125 pounds. And in a year now they're five, five, 130, you know, which is only five pounds. And to us, it's not much, but they're like, Oh, I'm looking too hulky now. How would you counteract that now? I mean, you've trained them a year already. <laughs> Russell's got it. Huh? <laughs> no, I mean, you know, my, my life experiences have forced me to filter people that are in my life. And that includes my clients, right? I would say that I filter out the people who come in and want to change themselves aesthetically by saying right from the beginning, your body can only be the best that it's going to be. If you take it to this extreme, it's going to want to come back to this point. And so I really try to establish whether or not they're happy with themselves. And if they're trying to seek a change happiness through external appearance, that's right. And so dangerous, that's not the type of person that I want to work with, I'm willing to work with them to maybe shift that focus and be happy with who they are. Right. Right. And so I'm, I'm, that's why that kind of client isn't really not going to want to be with, with me because I'm not going to cheer them on to say, yeah, (laughs) you're going to be happy once you reach this thing. Right. 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 But if I, if I determine that they're, they're happy, they understand these things and they just say, Hey, I want to have this. I want to achieve this. Then yeah, I'll I'll work with them on that. But I really, you know, whether it's the, the young 20 year old guy who says, yeah, I want to be this big. And I always ask them why, why, why why do you want to be like that? And, but yeah, that's, that's my approach with my clients. Okay. Yeah. I think a lot of it, what the listeners are going to hear is I think so much of this comes back to clear communication and motive on any topic. Yeah. So for example, to answer your question, I had a client who was very similar to that situation, almost the exact numbers you gave me. (laughs) And she came to me one Saturday morning after we'd been training for a while and she was doing great, like really, really serious, uh, coming three times a week and working hard and and good on the nutrition. She had gained weight. Uh Oh, right. And so she had stepped on the scale that morning and she had gained like, I think three or four pounds from the last time that we had weighed her, which was like months ago. Yeah. And so she came to me and, and I could tell that morning that she had like a little bit of her, like a demeanor about her, you know, your clients <laughs> come to you like, there's something going on here. What? And I was like, what's up? And she's like, oh, I stepped on the scale this morning and I'm like, I'm three pounds heavier than I was a couple months ago. And well, I asked her, I was like, well, wait a sec, you're three pounds heavier on the scale. How many inches have you lost on your pants size over the last three months? 
Right. Well, I lost two inches. I was like, two inches? You lost two inches on your pants size? Right. And in that time frame, you gained three pounds? Do you not understand? That's the perfect transition. Yeah. Because you have gained muscle. Yeah. You're lean and mean and strong, right. and you lost weight. And as far as pan size, you right. gained weight on the scale, but your overall body is like super healthy now. Yeah. And just like kind of spinning the wheels in that direction, they're like, oh, okay, I understand that. As far as like a client who has like gained bulkiness and then now doesn't want it. Yeah. I think, you know, again, like a little bit Russell's getting into is like the motive, like, well, why did you want this in the first place? Yeah. Do you think you'd be happier getting here and now you're not? Or did you just get this place and now you're like, ah, uh, I kind of really don't actually like this, this feeling, or I don't like being bulky like this, or I don't want to train this way to maintain this because now you got to maintain it. Right. What you build, you maintain. Yeah, bro. Right. And so if you want to go back, then you say again, back to the motive. Okay. Well, what do you want to achieve? And then we start to work in that direction. Bingo. If you're looking for like feeling healthy, a little bit more light on your feet or a little bit more, you know, loose with, with how you, how you do your work working out and not so aggressive, then cool. Then we'll aim at that. Right. Um, but yeah, communication and motive, uh, I think fixes a lot of these stuff. Sure. I think, uh, when I look at that situation for me, I always analyze, I try to remove myself from the situation because these people are paying money for a service that they want to get something out of their motive right. behind it. Right now, whether this person is trying to get bulky or not trying to get bulky, this person is just wanting health. This person just wants to come in and talk to me. For exactly. 60 minutes. <laughs> like whatever that is, yeah. it's not up to me to fix their whole life. You know, I'll use the analogy that I go to a barber and I want to go in there just to get a cut. I don't want to go in there to be more handsome. You know, I don't ask him, can you make me more handsome? You know, I don't need him to fix all of my problems. I need him to give me that cut so I can walk out and look good and feel good. So if that client comes in and she says that I'm starting to get a little too, you know, bulky, then she's obviously not happy. I can't fix her happiness at all, but I can fix the workout. What we're aiming at. <laughs> right. And change it a little bit. I mean, obviously we know that, you know, they're not going to change in a week, but I can't adjust things and to appease them. And it's not going to be any sweat off my back. Cause again, they're going to leave happy because mm -hmm. they're not feeling as if they're doing these workouts that are making them hulky, even though it's, it's impossible. And so that's where I try to like analyze the client and see their temperament and where they are and, and discern what's the best, you know, possible move or scenario from there. Yeah. Right. Well, this show is really about equipping you guys with the tools, giving you our experience so you can apply it before you, you encounter it and maybe take away some of the things that we, we say and use. When a client comes in, and this is sort of not on the topic of, of today's show, but if they say, you know, I want to lose, I want to lose 15 pounds or I want to lose 20 pounds. Now I know that immediately, this is what I say. I was like, okay, if you feel better, your clothes fit better, you have a lot more energy, you're happier, you're stronger and you weigh the same. How would you feel then? That's a good question. I always bro. like have developed that over the years, right? But they think they're like, <laughs> that's what we do. Let like that right? eat. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've developed these things to say because I, I sort of want to know where they're coming at and if they're coachable in their thinking too, right? Yeah. Because if you if they're so fixed on a number, they're just not going to be happy. Yeah. Right. And right? the thing is that you do you just pointed out this so powerful about that is when you approach people that directly, but with that honest or clear communication, like yeah. they really start to see, oh, this, this guy really respects right. and he really is like seeking like my betterment. Right. Uh, and so when you have questions like that, that you can confidently ask them directly, man, people respond so positively back towards you. Right. And it just adds so much more value and strength to your business and your, your work as a trainer. Yeah. Plus, I mean, that's non-threatening. 
You know, that's putting a question out there that is thought provoking and make Mm -hmm. them analyze what's really important for them and what their goals are. And sometimes they might adjust it a little bit and it just makes the relationship between you and them that much better. So, I mean, that's, that's huge. Sure. Or, or you're going to find out right away that you don't click. Yep. Sure. That, that they're yeah. not accepting of your of your philosophy, and, right, and right. I think that's a good thing too. Right. right, which is where we're at the table right here. Michael <laughs> has certain clients. I have certain clients. That Russell has certain clients that all yeah. connect with us individually, yep. based on what we bring to the table. And we're all different. You all are going to have your niche. Just own it. Own yeah. it. Exactly. Own yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. We're different. Just like the the gym gadgets last time, <laughs> we each like different things. We're right? different. <laughs> so different, but the same. Last right. week we brought you the. Excellent. Amazing. (laughs) Calm down. Theracane. Hold up. This week, I'll bring you Mike's gadget. The Back Buddy. The Back Buddy. I'm not even going to talk to you. you. (laughs) All right, Mike, what is this thing? So this is the new and improved blue version of the Theracane, but it's called a Back Buddy. Uh, where's that sound about those? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so it's evolved. So uh, evolved. Ther- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this thing grew. <laughs> it used to be, you know, this size. Only had two knobs, and uh, right. and it was white. <laughs> right. And now it's blue. It's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven knobs. Okay. So uh, it's just a little more beneficial, I think, because. We're allowed, we're able to get the neck a little bit more. Certain other spots are a little bit better, uh, but realistically, they're pretty much the same. They're the same. Yeah. Okay. So for, tool. for the listener, you can't see it, but last week we had the Theracane, which is a self myofascial release tool. This week it's the Back Buddy. It's a similar tool, but it's larger in size and has a lot more knobs and whatnot. So Different shapes. They're both in the same family of things, right? Like right. if you're going to have. Uh, something in your arsenal. I wouldn't say you need both. No, nah, take your pick. Pick yeah. one. Get the one. Yeah, it's kind of like ops. it's kind of like for me. It's kind of <laughs> like, do you drive a Ford or do you drive a Chevy? Right. Well, actually, I drive a Ram. So. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, it's one of those things where it's like you know, just just test it out, see what you like. It's your style. Yeah. Hundred percent, but they're super helpful, super and helpful. clients really like them when you teach them how to use them. So learn how to use this the professional way, and man, you add value to your clients with this thing real quick. Yep. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Anytime you're you're getting them involved with more gym stuff, yep. and that becomes a part of their lifestyle. Yep. They're definitely going to be more in tune to what you you know you provide or what you offer. You know, yep. yep. So definitely incorporate that. Ah, here's something that I wish I knew when I started. Hmm. How many of your clients buy stuff because you suggest it? Oh, 100%. Every single right? one of them. So, of them. so imagine what you could have done if you had an Amazon affiliate account no. back then on your website or whatever. Oh, oh my man. gosh. Right. So if you're not, if you are just getting started, make an account of, with Amazon yeah. or an affiliate link where you're getting a percentage of each sale, because I guarantee you, your clients are going to buy the stuff that you recommend. 100%. 100%. Yep. Get on it. Get that business up. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they, they're just like, where can I get it? Yep. I've right? never even heard of this. I don't have one. Tell me. Me. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, we're going to get after. <laughs> what <show>. is this? <laughs> Help the listeners out. Help me out. Okay. So sellers of, of products, Amazon is one, uh, but you can even approach individual sellers of products. They will give you an affiliate link, yeah. right? So uh, let's say you have a website, Mike, you know, Michael.com. Mm-hmm. Your clients go there and you put links to all the stuff that you recommend, foam rollers, Theracane, BackBuddy, all that stuff. And anytime your client's like, hey, where can I get that? You direct them to your website. And when they click through there and buy from from your affiliate link, you get 10%. Gotcha. Cool. 
Oh, or or well. some people, they, so you set up an account with Amazon somehow that has that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Amazon yeah. affiliate accounts. But but even if it's not sold through Amazon, uh, you can approach companies directly and say, "Hey, right. I, my I sell a lot of your products to my clients. Do you have an affiliate link yeah. that I can use?" Yeah, supplements, uh, vitamins, clothing, whatever. Yeah, whatever, cool. whatever it is. So nice. Which yeah. I'm sure a lot of you, you know, newer trainers <laughs> have been involved in this because this is definitely something that has evolved uh, from when we started training to, yes. to be available now. So definitely get on that for sure. Yeah. All right. So recap the objection or the counter. I don't want to get too big and bulky. Uh, what's your what's your number one piece of advice? I would say consider the source, understand what the overall goal is and take yourself out of it. Probably a lot of stuff, huh? That was like more than one thing. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to say, but. <laughs> Here, Mike, why don't we just do the whole show again? <laughs> okay. So the main thing I would say is don't try to be an expert with them. Just listen to them, plan based on what they're telling you and. Redirect them, them to the positive. Yep. Make them happy. Yeah, redirecting positive. And Russ's was make him laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. All right. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Fifth Fellows. You know it. Thanks, guys, for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you got some thoughts or ideas, some topics you'd like us to uh, dig into, please send them our way, and we'd love to hit them. Yes, sir. All right. See you guys next week. Thanks for checking out The Fifth Fellows Podcast. You best be tuned in next week when they drop that knowledge for your app. We welcome your input and feedback. And you can find out more about the show at www.thefitfellows.com. Thanks again for listening or watching. We out. Peace. <laughs>